0: But it feeds the soul. Our music that we have, we, we, we don't have all of the music we should have. Um, we should have quartets. We should have a choir. Our church is so small, we don't really have all the necessary stuff that, that I would like. I would like uh, stereo piano sometimes. And sometimes we have uh, Israel will come and play the guitar. Uh, sometimes um, uh, there are there's just all kinds of different things. Methods of music, but there, music is a different. It, it's hard to handle. It's hard to stay pure. Music is a fluid. Um, it, it's an entity that that is both uh, used by God and the devil. And sometimes God's music is corrupted by the devil's music, and sometimes you can't tell the difference. There's all kinds of different music, but. In this uh, particular verse, David tells us, blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. It's not just music, uh, sometimes laughter, children laughing on a playground is a joyful song. Uh, Little girls giggling. I, 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 I know a lot about that because we had seven girls in our family and when they get all giggly, it's it's crazy. It's fun, and <clears throat> I, I love to hear children laugh. I love to hear uh, good laughter. You know, um, that's why I like humor. I try to use humor a lot. I like to stay humorous uh, because it it's the medicine for the soul. But you know, when you come to church, you ought to have a, a some sound about it. Uh, people gathering together. Uh, you know what I like, too, is I like, I like uh, the, hu- the, the, the buzz after church, people uh, buzzing around. Or right before an exciting meeting, um, I, I love the sound of a crowd getting ready for a great big Bible conference. I love the one time um, we used to go to Hammond, Indiana, and uh, there was a great big Bible conference out there. You know, uh, even down at Brother Smith's he, he has uh, the uh, Preacher's Delight every year. And it's really exciting to come into church and hear this hubbub, 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 hubba. Uh, everybody getting ready, coming, and over across there, somebody will laugh. Hey, Bob, hey how you doing? Ha, 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 you know. And everybody's fellowship and shaking hands. It's the joyful sound. It's the sound of the gospel. It's the sound of, of fantastic fellowship. When I first got saved, I had no church in my life. I had nobody to tell me, Anything about the Bible, our family did not read the Bible, which it, that's okay. I'm just, I'm just saying I had no, no uh, teaching. But when I first got into church, that was exciting. I got into the very first church I ever visited was down in San Diego. But they were getting ready for an evangelist to preach, and they had extra people and visitors, and the place was buzzing. The place was alive. Now, can you imagine what I heard in my ears as a brand-new Christian that didn't have church? I didn't grow up in church. So I came in, and through the back door, the side door, kind of like this door out in the parking lot, I came in, and everybody was so excited, and everybody was so up and happy and joyful. By the way, it's okay to laugh in church. Please, uh, Brother... Brother uh, uh, Chapel said one time, I heard him and never forgot it. He goes, is everybody happy? And they said, amen. He said, well, would you please tell your face? <laughs> Don't you love that? So no frowning in church, no frowning. Okay, anyway, it's not a fake joy. It's the joyful sound. Look at verse 15. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Now, Joanna, would you come for just a minute? I want to show you what I'm talking about. The sound of the Bible, the sound of good preaching, the sound of the gospel, the sound of a choir, the sound of fellowship in God's house. Now, here's what what I experienced. I've done this before, but here's what I experienced in my life. This is the way I was trying to manipulate life. The sound of my life. Isn't that beautiful? That's a life without God, right there. Now, when Jesus came into my heart, now things changed. Now, watch this. You do it. I'll act like. I do. Ready. Yeah. So I had to change, right? You thought that was her. Thank you, Joanna. Um I don't know how to I don't know how to do that. And you don't know how to live the Christian life either much without Jesus. He needs to play your life. He needs to make the joyful sound in your life. You alone sound like that nonsense over there. Without Jesus, but when Jesus is in control of your life, you sound like what I just played over here. You know, it's true, isn't it? Now, there are many kinds of uh, qualities of music. Uh, God and Satan, as I said, they, they, they're never in agreement. They're never in agreement. Uh, salt water and and fresh water, they really don't mix. It's uh, it, it's either salty or it's not. Oil and water, you can shake it up as much as you want, but in the you let it sit, they will separate. The devil has his music, and God has his. And sometimes it is hard to understand. Right now in our churches in America, there's not a joyful sound in some of the churches that we experience. Um, there's uh, a lot of rock. There's a lot of... Uh, sensuality there's a lot of uh, there's even jazz and um, I know some churches uh, have turned into nightclubs uh, basically in atmosphere I don't want that in our church I, w- I want you to have a big difference between godly Christian uh, edification music uh, now you say oh pastor do you think the only thing you should have in church is a hymn book no I think I think we are ought- like uh, the uh, the song that Joanna played, uh, Peace in the Valley. I wish that was in our hymn book. Do you realize if you had every good song that you like, you'd have to have a catalog? <laughs> and you'd have to, it'd be like uh, the World Book Encyclopedia of Music. You'd have to take a, a, a little trailer with you wherever you go. You, there's not enough hymn books in this world to put all the songs that we like in one book. I mean, it would look, it would look like uh, Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary. But we just can't do it. But, you know, uh, music is is wonderful. Why? Because it's a joyful sound. It lifts you up. But it's not just music we're talking about today. There's the joyful sounds of worship. There's the joyful sound of laughter. So the Holy Spirit, see, God uses music to glorify himself and uh, through his son, Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit. So God uses the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to glorify Jesus and to glorify Himself. And that's what we try to do. When, when we're glorifying the Lord in our conversations, that's a joyful sound. When we're joyful and we're happy and we love God and there's there's a level of uh, atmosphere in, in your house too if you're a godly Christian. Now <coughs> we need to think of all the different types of music this morning for just a minute. Um, I'm, I did go to an opera one time, and, uh, you know, I did, when I woke up, I saw the end. <coughs> I, I'm not an opera guy, but uh, uh, I there's, there's, there's a quality to that. Like uh, I went to a symphony orchestra. Now, some of that's really good. You know what I got to hear? I got to hear in San Diego one time. Out on this great big huge field, uh, we got to hear the Stars and Stripes played by the uh, San Diego Symphony Orchestra. Uh, it was uh, July 4th, and although I'm I, I'm not I'm not uh, not too impressed with Doc Severinsen, but man, that man could play the play the uh, the trumpet, and he played uh, Stars and Stripes, and oh, it was the most wonderful symphony orchestra. It was patriotic. It, was, uh, it lifted the whole crowd up. There were hundreds and hundreds of people on blankets. The weather was good, and we just enjoyed it. I started crying like a baby. I was getting all nostalgic, and jets were flying over, you know, and they had fireworks, and right across the bay was my home base where I was in the Navy, and the other one was where I worked, and uh, there was there was a shipyard there. I got... You, so I, I was all choked up, and I had my little family there, and uh, Julie and I, and I'm not sure how many of the kids were there with us, but we were all listening to patriotic songs out on the lawn in San Diego on July 4th one year. It was just fantastic. That's that joyful sound. I think uh, church ought to have a joyful sound. So yeah, there's there's the symphony orchestra. Uh, when, when you think of all these people, like uh, Chopin and Vivaldi and Tchaikovsky, uh, I almost said Czechoslovakia but uh, Tchaikovsky, Mendelssohn, and Strauss. Some of them were Jewish people. They they did Bach and Beethoven. And if I didn't mention your favorite, um, that's okay. But it's it's amazing the skill level. And then you take look at the deterioration of that joyful sound. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not a jazz enthusiast. Uh, R.G. Lee, he was a preacher from South Carolina, and he said that jazz sounds like uh, a jar full of bumblebees. (laughs) And he said uh, that's what jazz is to him. It it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, there's, there's, there's country western, and there's I don't know how many different styles there are, but some of those don't have a joyful sound. I grew up in Renton. And there was a very evil person that was very popular in the in the late '60s, Jimi Hendrix. He died of drug overdose. His music was so evil it scared me to death. And I had buddies that listened to it, and when I heard it, it just drove me into a, a shock. I thought, How could that be? See, there's there's a joyful sound, and then there's evil, evil sounds. And God made us to where we are are sound receptive and uh so yeah there's different kinds and i think you ought to stay away <clears throat> from all this evil music and i and i want to listen uh, list a couple of them i think you ought to stay away from all this acid rock and grunge rock and stay away from rap and just stay that's not good for your soul satan has designed that stuff to hurt you now there are there are times when um country western even can get can get really dirty and evil and it's got bad lyrics to it. And then you can in, in the country western, I don't even know how you define that. Country Western? Is there country eastern? Country so I don't know. When I first got saved, I used to like bluegrass. Oh man. <laughs> I still love that stuff, you know. It's great stuff. I I, I fed my soul because there's some really, uh, I guess you could say, uh, folk, uh, bluegrass. Just lots, lots of Christianity in it, you know. And uh, we, we have, we've had banquets. Uh, I don't know if y'all kn- know the uh, y'all come. You know, when Grandma's in the kitchen, and even though she's wishing you'd help her do the dishes right away, and even though she's grieving while everybody's leaving. Here's what you hear, Grandma say, "Y'all come, y'all come." I, I can do it. I'm not going to do it today. You don't want me to. This is a message, but I can I can cut loose with some bluegrass. I'm telling you, I love that stuff. It feeds my. It's a joyful sound. Amen. Amen. There's some good music and bad music. There's joyful sounds. Stay away from all that evil sound, evil laughter. You say, "Oh, are you crazy?" Well, half yes and half no, but I know this: uh, music has played a big part in your life already. Everybody has their favorite. Satan's music industry in this world is absolutely on fire, with the success it, uh, that he wants. It's ruining people's lives. the 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 average uh, the average rock and roll person that that is uh, successful. And powerful you know they die in their 20s and 30s I I have a message where I've listed all the horrible tragic deaths and the age of which they died all these rock-and-roll stars they they don't live out half their lives they're all so many of them are on drugs and alcohol and they get car wrecks and plane wrecks and they ruin their lives on motorcycles and they the drug industry and the rock industry it's all connected. It's not a joyful sound at all. It's not a joyful sound. They that know the joyful sound. Look at this now. Verse 15. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. That joyful sound. Um, let's take a look now. I want you to see this. Uh, would, would you go to um, uh, Daniel chapter number 3 in the Bible? i have I'm limited in my time here, but it's so important that you have a joyful sound in your life. Um, your Your conversation ought to be happy. Uh, when When you when you you know when you get around with your family, uh, have a joyful time, a joyful song in your heart. Uh, Daniel. Okay, Daniel, chapter three. Here is an illustration where the devil used music in the Bible, this unholy evil sound, Daniel chapter 3, to worship the devil. It was idolatry. Now, it says uh, in uh, verse number 9, O Belshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee, and no secret troubleth thee, tell me the visions of my dream that I have uh, seen and the interpretation thereof. Thus uh, were the visions of mine head my bed. I saw, behold, uh, a tree in the midst of the earth, and the height thereof was great. And so what he did was he, he was in an ungodly nation, and he was uh, surrounded by idolatry, just horrible idolatry. So here's Nebuchadnezzar, and here's I, uh, uh, all these um, evil people in Babylon. And now what, he, what happened was he, they, they built a huge image, and then they told everybody uh, to worship this image. Now I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. Uh, there it is. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3, uh, verse number 4. It says, Then an herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, Nations and languages, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery, the dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Do you realize that in the modern day music world that we live in, there is idolatry incredibly strong? And some of those rock and roll groups and some like Lady Gaga and all that. Do you know they've actually done satanic ceremonies to give their soul over to Satan? They've done that. It's very wicked. That's not a joyful sound. That's not a joyful sound. There ought to be a difference in your life and in the world. See, uh, in um, Ezekiel, turn with me to Ezekiel chapter... 28. I want to show you something about the devil. Uh, some, some folks don't know this, but I believe, and I think I can prove it, that, that Satan had something very seriously uh, in, involved in music in heaven. Uh, and I think that he was some type of a musician, because now as you look at it, Satan's really involved with the music industry of our country. He's very involved with it. Uh, so let's turn over to Matt, or excuse me, Ezekiel 28, and let's look at verse 12 through 15. I want to show you a little picture of the devil. You know, the devil used to be in heaven, right? His name was Lucifer. Did you know that he was the anointed cherub? Very beautiful, very wonderful. And before he fell and before he got kicked out of heaven, he was uh, the anointed cherub. I think he was number one angel in heaven. Number one, he was above. In fact, he has fought with Michael, the archangel, and uh, Gabriel, the archangel. And uh, by the way, Gabriel's going to sound a trumpet. Anyway, let's look now. Uh, Satan is kicked out of heaven. But here's a little story about him. Verse number 12 through 15, it says, o, uh, so, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. And I believe this before I go on. I believe it's possible that the devil actually embodies uh, a human being. The devil can actually enter into the body of a human being that is not saved. In fact, the Bible says the devil entered into Judas at the Last Supper the devil himself entered into Judas so when ezekiel's talking about the king of tyrus tyrus was a city and the king is a human being but he's not saved and so ezekiel's actually preaching to about the devil who entered into the body of king tyrus that's why and we can prove that watch this now Let's go to verse number uh, 12, it says, or 13, <coughs> thou hast been in Eden. Now hold it. King Tyrus was never in Eden. King, King Tyrus was never there. So who's he talking to? He's talking to Satan. But where is Satan? In the body of Cyrus, just like he was in the body of Judas. You can, you can see that people in this world can be possessed by the devil. Or, or other devils. In fact, the maniac of Gadara was possessed by a lot of devils. So there's a lot of evil people in the world. Have you ever wondered why they're so wealthy, why they're so talented, they're so incredibly evil? I believe a lot of our officials in high places are actually devil-possessed. Otherwise, they wouldn't be for gay marriage and gender-changing and all that stuff, and they, they, they wouldn't have the, the thoughts that they have. They wouldn't have the power and the money and the authority. So I believe spiritual wickedness in high places. Satan uh, was in heaven, but he got kicked out. Now he, he uh, right here, look at verse 12. Thus saith the Lord, verse 12, um, Thou sealest up the wisdom, perfect in beauty, verse 13, Thou hast been in Eden in the garden of God, Very every precious stone was thy covering, Sardis, topaz, the diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, emerald, and carbuncle. This was all Satan's beauty. Satan is really involved with wealth and riches and power. He told Jesus, I'll give you all these kingdoms if you fall down and worship me. So it is very, very uh, evident to me that, that the devil is in charge of of a lot of wicked music in this world. Let's continue. Now, here's where I believe Satan is involved with the music. It says, the uh, verse 13, halfway down, gold, the workmanship of thy tabrets, that's a musical instrument, and of thy pipes, that is like an organ of, of type, was prepared in thee the day that thou wast created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth And I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou wast walked up and down the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created till iniquity was found in thee. And you know the story. Satan's not in heaven anymore. Guess where Satan is? He's on the earth. He's in the earth. Jesus said, I know where he lives. I know where Satan's seat of power is. Oh, Bible scholars love to argue about where does the devil control the earth? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows, but I know this. He's involved with the wrong kind of sound. Music is a spiritual thing that prepares our hearts for the Bible preaching. It prepares us to worship God. Uh, look at Ephesians 5 with me, please, in the New Testament. Let's go there. So it's not all dark. It's not all evil. There's good, solid, wonderful music. And it is a joy to have uh, the right music in your life, godly music, God, that music that edifies your heart, edifies others around you, and gives you a wonderful uplift, Um it is, is, you know the joyful sound. The Bible said, blessed are those that know that joyful sound. Now, let's look with me, please, in Ephesians chapter number 5, in verse 18. The command here is that you and I would be filled with the Spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit. Be filled with His Spirit. And be not, verse 18 says, be not drunk with wine, where is an ex- excess, but be filled with the Spirit. But notice that little semicolon right after the word Spirit. That tells us that the thought's not over yet. He's going to continue and give us a little information how to be filled with the Spirit. How can I be filled with the Spirit? If I want to be filled with the Spirit, how can I do that? Part of it is speaking to yourselves. Look at verse 19 now. Speaking to yourselves in what? Psalms, Psalms and hymns. Baptist churches, you old timers, you old fuddy-duddy, you old strict people. Why don't you get up and get with the program and get some modern stuff? Why don't you just get modern? And I say, there's nothing wrong with being modern, but there's nothing wrong with hymns. Hello? Hymns. Psalms. Hymns. Spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So is it important what kind of music we listen to? How about when you want to have a good close walk with God? I don't think you're going to turn on Jimi Hendrix. I don't think you're going to turn on rap music. That will draw you away from God. You, you're still saved, but you, you, you won't be ha- Remember Saul? You know what David did? David got his harp and played and in front of Saul when Saul was in a fit of rage like the Tasmanian devil and all of a sudden he, he heard the harp and it was almost like he was... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That, that's my interpretation of what happened to Saul. He was evil. And mad and angry. And then all of a sudden, David came in with his harp and he started playing his harp. That was godly music David played. You know what you can do to yourself? You can do much better in your Christian life if you get some good music in your life. We know the joyful sound. We know the joyful sound of happiness and laughter and preach it and teach it and sing it. Uh, let's go to Colossians. Uh, Brother Carlson is teaching on that. In Sunday school, in Colossians chapter 3, look at verse 16. Again, the Bible tells us how to enjoy that joyful sound. It says, Let the word of Christ, verse 16, just one verse, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Again, it's mentioned, right? Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Uh, our oldest daughter, Juliana, <laughs> she, uh, she was just the cutest little thing. Um, when she got to where she could talk and, uh, you know, she could, uh, I think she was, let's see, she must have been like maybe four. Uh, she'd get and have a little concert for, for me and mom. And we, uh, we always had babies. So, uh, my goodness, we had, we had so many babies. We, we had our own nursery for 25 years or something, I don't know. But Juliana, when she got old enough to sing, she would she would grab her hands like this, and, and she'd sway back and forth in front of the couch. I wish I had this on video. And she'd go, oh, I love the Lord. He's so wonderful. I want to be with him all, all the time. And uh, she'd just go back and forth and sing like that. And, oh, man, I'd just, like, melt. My heart would just melt. And for years and years, Juliana was our uh, piano player. And, uh, and it's just, just fun to have good music. Now, in, in my house, listen, uh, we, we always have good music. It's, it's really fun. Because if it's not Joanna, it's Janna. If it wasn't Jana, it was Joy. If it wasn't Joy, it was Jeannie. If it wasn't Jeannie, it was Juliana. And if it wasn't Dim, it was Nettie. And uh, I don't know. Did I miss anybody? June, of course. Yeah. And if it wasn't all the girls, it was Justin. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh chopsticks sound pretty good, but listen, there's got to be joy in your house. And don't let don't don't let the noise of war. Uh, remember Moses came down out of the mountain with God and he said, I hear the sound of war in the camp. That's when kids aren't getting along and the mom and dad come home from the grocery store. I hear the sound of war. <laughs> I didn't do it. You did it. Shut up. No, don't do that. Give me that. You know, oh, listen, I, I don't let that happen in my house. Uh, I've never, in, I've never, ever been um, uh, comfortable with kids fighting, I'd rather have tape on. No, I've never taped their mouth, but I'd rather have them in a corner. Not, to, I've never done that. Just don't even pass that along. I don't know why I said that. I've never done it. Never will. Uh, my wife has threatened to do that to me, <laughs> but I've never done it. But um, by the way, you know, just don't let don't let that into your home. Don't let that that fussing and fight. Don't do that. Look at 1 Chronicles chapter 13, and we're going to finish up. Do you have the joyful sound? 1 Chronicles 13. I think this world needs happy people. Don't you? Don't you think we need to be happy? Don't you think people need to see the joy of the Lord is my strength? The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He fills my heart with laughter. Oh, come on. Come on. He fills my heart with laughter. Ha, 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 ha. Can you do that one time for me, please? Come on, try it, church. I know it's embarrassing. Just do it. Ready? He fills my heart with laughter. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, that's it. Was that hard? I'm not even going to make you do the rest of it. Everybody said, amen, brother. Now you're saying amen. All right, 1 Chronicles 13. Let's go. We we need the joy of the Lord in our hearts. We need the joy coming out. Um, Because the Lord says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And if you have that joyful sound, you're going to be a strong Christian. Look at verse number 8. And David and all Israel played before God. With all their might, and with singing, and with harps, and with psalteries, and with timbrels, and with cymbals, and with trumpets. So is music a part of worship when you get your heart tuned in and start to worship God? Is music a part of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we all ought to pay close attention to the words of the hymns we use. But David's harp was a special, powerful tool in the hand of God. And when that man, Saul, became enraged with evil and anger, and he was just in a fit of of murderous rage, he tried to kill David, I think three times he tried to kill him. And, uh, you know, that's what our country needs. We need some people with some hey um, it's okay to whistle it's okay to hum it's okay to sing in your car uh, it's okay to sing you know when I was uh, washing windows for a living uh, Gary O'Neill and I we were in Bible College students and we'd get get out of school at about 12 o'clock and we'd get our equipment we were trying to build a business so we go down to the uh, housing areas and rich country clubs and hotels and we were doing this one big country or hotel uh, down in a busy section, and uh, we were witnessing just to everybody we could could uh, find. Uh, we find a new way to witness, and uh, so what we do is we'd sing while we were washing windows. And man, I don't know who it bothered, but it, it bothered the devil, that's for sure. Uh, Uh, I would do the brushing, and he was real tall, so he'd do the squeegeeing, you know, real quick. And we'd run down the courtyard and open up all the doors, and we'd run down the other, trying to do as fast as we can. Um, And uh, so we'd get to singing. I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love in the book he has given. Wonderful things in the Bible I see. Oh, what a wonder that Jesus loves me. I'm so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. I'm so glad. And we were going crazy. It took us two hours to get done. Man, it was good. Just just whistle while you work, I guess, maybe sing. But you say, you know, this is all pointing to one thing, and here's what I want. One day we're going to hear the joyful sound of heaven. There's not going to be one single discouraging word. There's not going to be one argument. There's not going to be one bad mouth person. There's not going to be one grouch. There's not going to be one person that criticizes. Nobody's going to look at what everybody else is doing and wearing. Nobody else is going to care about fashion. Nobody's going to care about money. Nobody's going to care about anything but the Lord and the and the spiritual blessing of of walking in the streets of gold and having Jesus as our focal point. Now, is Jesus involved with music? Let me show you. He is. He is. Hebrews chapter 2. Let's go there. You say, one day, does this ever matter? I know this is an interesting message, but do you know the joyful sound? Do you know that sound that God's trying to put in your heart? You know, you should have a song in your heart. Every Christian, at times, you know, in your own way and in your own privacy, you should maybe have a time where you can do a little humming. I don't know. Maybe a little singing, right? It's okay. You don't have to hit the notes. You just, like my brother said, fake it till you make it. (laughs) Let's look at Hebrews chapter 2. Listen, just sing. Some folks need to break through a big old crusty hard shell on their heart. It's hard to get Christians to sing. It really is. Do you know Do you know one of the biggest fears Christians have? I'll tell you what it is. For the pastor to come and ask you, would you sing a special? That's a hard thing for people. As, uh, you know, right now, you're wondering if I would come and ask you to sing a special. <laughs> it's a hard thing to do because people don't normally want to praise the Lord that way. So to find a person that wants to sing um, and not be too self-conscious about it, it, it's hard to do. Pastors have a tough time. Have you noticed we don't have a lot of that in our church? Uh, And my girls do it because I know to beat the stuffings out of them if they don't do it. No, that's not true. Uh, Anybody... That's a Christian can have a song in their heart. I wish I had a choir in our church because I love, I love, well, I used to lead the choir. Do you know that? Now that's why it's not here anymore. <laughs> no. Look at Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 12. Here is the last verse that we're going to look at today. Jesus Himself is going to sing. I've never heard him, you haven't either, but he's going to sing. He's going to sing one day for you and I. How would you like to hear God sing? It'd be better than anything you ever heard in your life. Those words would cut right down into your heart. I heard a church in Tampa, Florida one time, we had a testimony of a guy that he, he came to church, and he uh, he got saved, and he joined uh, East Sly Avenue Baptist Church in Tampa, Florida, and the choir was so on fire that there was a day when people would come in the, the back of the auditorium while the choir was singing, and they, it was so powerful, they'd come right down the aisle and get saved before the church ever had any preaching, people were getting saved while the choir was singing the opening music. How would you like to have that as your church? The people were singing the praises of God in the choir special was so powerful. The Holy Spirit and the ringing and the sound of people singing melt the heart of of unsaved people to have them drawn up to the altar and have some altar worker lead them to the Lord. We, we could do that in our church. We can have good music. We just all need to have it. Maybe maybe you and I should pray about good music in our hearts. The sound. The joyful sound. Let's look now verse 12 and I'll show you this. Now uh, verse 9, excuse me, we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man, so he tasted that death for you, that second death, for it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he that sanctifieth, that's Christ, and they, that's you and I, who are sanctified, are all of one. For which cause? He's not ashamed to call them brethren. So Jesus Christ is not ashamed to call you His brother. Now look at the next verse, and I'm going to end with this. Saying... This is a quote from Jesus. I will declare thy name, God the Father's name, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. This was written after the Gospels. I I, I tend to believe that Jesus Christ Himself will sing in the midst of the church that's gathered together in heaven praise to God the Father I wanna I wanna hear that I wanna hear my Lord sing a solo I wanna hear Jesus sing some of them got to hear it at the Last Supper because they all sang a hymn you remember John who leaned on the breast of Jesus That lucky guy, he got to hear Jesus sing. I want to hear that. I want to hear that joyful sound. We can have that sound. I would say, make sure you have a song in your heart. Be filled with the Spirit of God. If you have Jesus in your heart, sing about it. Praise Him. Lift up your voice. Cry aloud. Praise God. Hum a little bit. Sing a little bit. Let yourself go. Uh, you don't have to be like Juliana, stand in front of the couch and sway back and forth. <laughs> you, could, you probably could be driving down the car, uh, driving down the road. Well, glory to God. Uh, some people ask me why I'm happy, why I sometimes shout. Well, since I got saved, I got something to shout about. You know, I, I mean, there are all kinds of great songs you can have. You might even learn that other one. Uh, that I could teach it to you, you know. I don't know what you need. But there's a joyful sound in the Christian's heart. Make sure you have it. Make sure you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And let's not let the world crush us. Get okay, I'll challenge you. Next time you go buy groceries, just go, I am so glad that our Father in heaven. Yeah, uh, pick, pick a hymn, okay? Uh, pick a hymn. And just see what happens. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Oh, listen.